You know what, guys? Burnout absolutely fucking sucks. And that has dick all to do with what we're talking about today, but now you know why this episode is late. Welcome to Not Safe for Words. I'm your host, Crystal L. Kirkham, multi-genre author, editor, and cover designer. I'm here to give you insight into the world of publishing and to help you avoid the mistakes that others have made. So stick around. You're in for one hell of a ride where I don't curb the curses. Burnout is absolutely something I think we're going to have to cover um, more than we did in Season 1, Episode 22. Because it is such a huge thing that so many of us deal with. But as I said, today we are not talking about that. That is just my reason why this is late. Because I am struggling with a major, major case of burnout between my day job my publishing company, my own writing, my dogs, my other expectations, and now I have a fucking squirrel that has decided to make a home in my attic, so that is now on the docket to be dealt with. My personal issues aside, today's topic is about all the stuff that comes after you sign your first contract. And these are things that we're going to dig into in a lot more depth in, I think, season three? No, season three is all about writing advice. Um, season four. Season four. We are going to delve into this topic in a whole lot of depth. But today, we're going to cover it lightly because the biggest thing you have to remember is once again your book is not your baby once you've signed a contract that book has left your nest and must now be dealt with in the real world and the point i'm trying to get to is editors are going to ask you to make changes or other readers are going to ask you to make changes at some point but we're not talking about that we're talking about they love your book they want to sign your book they want to publish your book But there's things in there they would like you to change. Now, if you've already signed a contract, depending on who you've signed with, if it's a major artistic difference of opinion, you may very well be able to um, have your story be released from its contract. However, that means that whoever you're dealing with is a reasonable, kind, and nice person and not somebody who will hold your story hostage because shit like that does happen. But how do you deal with major changes? And we're not just talking about phrasing, repetitive wording, um, suggestions for better scenes, or issues with... um, words that aren't really acceptable to the person who wants to publish it. Phrasing that they find may evoke ideals of racism, sexism, homophobia, whatever. Because those are real issues that editors and publishers do deal with and they may absolutely love a story but you could use a word that is casually used in a way that current culture doesn't really appreciate um like for example my publishing company um we're very 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 
supportive and inclusive of LGBTQ alternate relationships, which really aren't that alternate. They should be more popularized, but that's me and my personal opinion because it's my publishing company. I like diversity. So I am also very aware of how many word choices can be perceived by different groups. And sometimes I'll see words used and I'm just like, eh, that word has other connotations, especially to certain minority groups that is just not going to work. But let's say it's used and you don't see an issue with it, but your publisher does. To be perfectly honest, a lot of editors and a lot of publishing companies do have final say on stuff like that, and you may just have to deal with it being changed because your publisher doesn't find it acceptable to use. However, the title of this episode is Selling Doesn't Make You a Sellout, because sometimes these big changes are a lot more significant than a word or two. Sometimes it's an entire scene or something that wants to significantly change your artwork in a way that you weren't really envisioning because they think it'll improve the sellability of the story. And there's nothing wrong with changing it to make it a more marketable story. That's fine. But how do you deal with it if you don't agree with it? Well, the first off is don't get angry. And I, th- I think we've talked about this quite a lot. Don't be an asshole. Don't be that person. Try and find out where they're coming from and try and find a way to vocalize or at least put in writing your concerns about why you think this isn't a good idea or why you might not want to do it. If the only reason you have is, but my art, then Your editor or publisher might actually have a really good point about why it should be changed. But if you have a point of what you're asking would be very out of character for these, uh, for these creations of mine, then that is extremely valid thing to bring up. And maybe there's a way to be able to approach it to appease both parties. My point here is is that changing your novel from a publisher's standpoint and from the artist's standpoint to make it a more sellable version of itself isn't a bad thing and it doesn't make you a sellout. It just makes you somebody who is becoming more aware of what the prevailing opinions and market may be. And that's what you have to keep in mind when publishers and editors are asking for any of these significant changes like that. Because we want to sell your book too. We want to preserve your vision, but we also want to make your vision marketable to the general consumer so that your vision does reach other people. So that story can mean something to other people. That's all we want. That's all we ever want. Well, and that and possibly to make money because if we're not making money, we can't keep publishing books. And that's what a publisher wants to do. We want to see your vision reach everyone. And it's as simple as that. You're not a sellout. That's fine. 
this is an inevitability of traditional publishing. This is something that will happen, maybe not the first, second, or even third time that you sign novels, but one day it will come up. And you need to understand that they're coming up for a reason. Whether it's marketability, whether it's sensitivity issues, or God knows what. Maybe they just don't find it reliable or not reliable. What's the word I'm looking for? They don't find it reasonable for your character to do what you've told it to do. And you may think it's in character knowing who you wrote from the inside out, but we're seeing them from the outside in. So we need to believe that this is something in character for them too. And if we're not seeing that, then there's definitely a disconnect going on that needs to be fixed. So basically what I'm trying to say, if you haven't gotten the point hammered into your damn head yet, because it's late, of course, and I'm tired, of course. And that's when I choose to do my recording, knowing I'll have to do a whole nother one to cover this week's proper episode tomorrow night. And yet I digress. So the whole point I'm trying to make is you need to understand and be aware whether or not you accept these changes, whether or not you agree with these changes, is you do have to consider the other point of view. And sometimes there are going to be fundamental creative differences. You are not going to have the same vision for your story. You're not even going to see marketing the same way for your story. And these are bridges that you have to cross when you get to them. But they're things that you should keep in your mind of how would I handle this if? How would I handle this if? And that's probably one of the biggest things I've been bringing up in the last year and some of doing this podcast is keeping in mind the eventualities and the things that could happen and might happen moving forward. And that's it. So think about it. Don't ever be so stuck in your vision that you're unwilling to see where the editor or publisher is coming from if you really want to go the traditional route. Now, keep in mind, of course, going traditional isn't for everyone and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's something we are going to cover one day. But if you do want to go traditional, if that is your dream, that is your goal, that is your vision, then keep in mind that you're going to be asked to make changes. That they may absolutely love your story, but... And it's as simple as that. So when you're moving forward, when these artistic or vision differences come up, take a moment, take a breath and try and see the other point of view. And if you can't, seriously, ask them, ask them, that's it. Just ask for an explanation of why they think this is better, why they think this is a good idea for your character, your story or whatnot, and try and find that middle ground. This has been another episode of Not Safe for Words. I hope you've found some useful advice here today. If so, 
Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can join me next time for more publishing and writing insights. Thanks for listening. Thank you.